Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Boston Clown Podcast. Question of the day. MKUltra. Is it real? And if it is, does it come with a free education? Okay, first of all, I have a question of the day for you. Did your mom ever tell you not to talk with your mouth full of food? Because you're gnawing <laughs> on a damn pizza as you ask the question of the day. And two, what is MK Ultra? You don't know what MK Ultra is? No, is that like a new Mortal Kombat game? <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard of it, I thought it was like something related to Mortal Kombat. I thought it was like a deluxe edition. But no, it's not. It's it's just the it's a bunch of experiments that the government did to like crazy crackheads. The hell? And uh, it turned them into <laughs> crackheads even more. Well, it's not you, good. Should we look it up? Should I, or do you want to send me something about this? It's the first time I'm hearing about it. Really? MK Ultra. I'm typing it right now. Whoa. MK Ultra strain of of drugs. That's not what we're looking for. Illegal no, human experimentation. For. Program designed and undertaken by the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency or the CIA. Intended to develop procedures and identify drugs such as LSD. What the hell, man? Okay, so anyways. We got a lot to talk about today. We do have a lot to talk about today. As you may... As our intelligent listeners may have realized. We we have not uploaded in a while but we will get to that later first we need to address the emails yeah let's read out the email I mean, we got a few we got quite a few while we were kind of looking at things here i'll um, let you go ahead and start with whichever ones you want to read first yeah I'll, I'll just get the kind of strange ones out of the way first these kind of little strange ones so one we got an email here talking about how we've bought Norton 360 protection for $231, which is not true. Unless you've made some strange purchases on the company card, Donry, I don't know. Um, no, but, uh, no, 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 no. I only... You wouldn't see it if I bought it on the company card. Mm, okay. But yeah, this one's interesting because, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's the first kind of scam email that we've received on the podcast. Is that true? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, every other one that we've followed up on has been legit. Yeah, it's kind of weird what's going on. But anyway, I'm surprised that one got through our intense cybersecurity filters. So that's, that's kind of, uh, I don't know, unusual. But just letting mm. it, just put it out there so that Google knows and they can address the issue very quickly. Because you know they listen to the podcast uh, as far as yeah. I'm aware. Which one was that? That was from... Uh... Don't don't dox them. It's from MR. 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 I don't see them. Okay. Well, anyway, we also got one um, from two people trying to boost our advertising, apparently. Guys, we don't need help, all right? We already have some of the best advertising <laughs> out there. Everyone knows about the Fox and the Clown podcast, but we appreciate it. We appreciate the... Uh, the gesture, but it's, it's simply not necessary for us at the time. 
Um, mm. We've got some people who are looking to help us deliver an app, which, of course, we didn't ask for. I mean, we get all sorts of requests on the podcast, right? And then we have kind of two more malicious ones from a familiar face. I don't know if you want to get into that, Don V. I think we should save that for last. However, I will go ahead and uh, acknowledge this somewhat concerning in a different sense email from a listener who I will just call Miss You. Okay. And they say... They say, hello, dear. I am Miss You, and I have COVID-19. And the doctor said I will not survive it because all vaccines have been given to me, but to no avail. Avail. Am a China woman, but I base here in France because I am married, because I am married here, and I have no child for my late husband. And now... I'm a widow. My reason of communicating you is that I have 10.2 million U.S. dollars, wow. which is which was deposited in BNP, Paribus Bank here in France, by my late husband, which am the next of kin to, and I want you to stand as the beneficiary for the claim now that I'm about to end my race. In my <laughs> race, according to... <laughs> I mean, that's one way to describe life as a race, right? <laughs> according to my doctor, I will want you to use the fund to build an orphanage home in my name there in country. Please kindly reply to this message urgently if willing to handle this project. God bless you, and I await your swift response ASAP. Yours fairly friend, Miss You. <laughs> okay, now, how do you feel about taking up the responsibility to build an FNC orphanage? I mean, I think it's something that we have to do. The public has been waiting for this, honestly. Our uh, our France citizens are, you know, they got a lot of stuff going on in France over there. They can't really... Oh, wait, you got a bunch of French roommates, right? Uh, no, just one, not a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, here's the thing, um, you know, on the one hand, you're giving us $10.2 million, right? But on the other hand... <laughs> yeah, that's more than enough to build an orphanage. But that's the thing, you're telling us to build an orphanage and we're going to have to employ people. That project is probably going to be $10.2 million at the least, right? So basically, you're telling us to build an orphanage for free because we're not going to get that <laughs> 10.2. We're going to have to spend that 10.2 on an orphanage and, and upkeeping it and blah, 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 you know? So you're basically basically saying, "What do you do mean? Free we can labor. just we can just get a we can buy a building, and then we can just throw kids in there." That's not them. that's not going to pass the inspections, bro. That's not going to pass the healthy living inspections. We need these can kids. We, uh, can we get one of those fucking things that they get out in the Midwest sometimes? Of the U.S. I mean, it, it ain't the damn Sims. These are real kids. These are real people. You can't just throw <laughs> no, them in no, a no. building. This is what I'm saying, though. We need this. We have the opportunity to change the course of history, to right wrongs. What we need is uh, 
some sort of plantation. No, okay, you building. can't just say you can't just say we're gonna put orphans in a plantation. All right, that, that's you're showing you're showing your alt right. All right, you're you're all right. You're all right. Your alt right is showing and it's showing in a big way right now. Anyway, I say no plantation. We're not going to do a plantation. Hey, we'll reach out to you. We'll see, and we'll keep the fans updated on this orphanage project. Let us know if you're an orphan listening to the podcast, and you'd be really interested in joining the orphanage. All right? So, I mean, I say joining, but mainly helping you get adopted. We're all about um, humanitarian efforts in the podcast. So, BNP Paribas Bank, that's quite a big bank in France, if I recall correctly. So... I mean, at least you've got a legit bank and it's not like some weird scam, right? <laughs> at least it's not a scam. They just want us to build an yeah, orphanage yeah. <laughs> for free. Uh, well, where were we? Uh, I, I think we were... So that's one of our emails. And I don't know. I feel like orphanages... They have a bad rep, right? In all the movies, you see the main character growing up in an orphanage. It's not the best. They've got non-ideal living conditions. You're getting bullied. You're getting shat on all the time. Or, like, or you become a fucking insane chess player. Yeah, but even in the orphanage where she became an insane chess player, they were all, they were hopped up on drugs. They were doing weird stuff. You know, it was okay, not the yeah. best. Literally, <laughs> everyone... In modern day, is like hopped up on drugs. No, no, not true, man. And we gotta put that's, a change to that. That's part of the reason why we're building this new orphanage. Oh, so we are building it. Well, I think I think you said you wanted to build it, right? Okay, but if we build it, we gotta do it my way. No, I'm not gonna let you <laughs> build a fucking concentration camp for kids, bro. That's no, what it, that's no, what it sounds like you're trying to do. Uh, no. I'm trying to build a lovely home for these kids. Okay, let's uh, let's address the bear in the room. Yeah, yeah. Let's address the 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 big the big questions we have here. First of all, we got one email replying to our just checking in email. Who says he says die to us? So now, <laughs> well, he's... no. First, I don't think we read this on a podcast so we got an we got an email from marquez bear a while back it said just checking in and this i think we were recording a podcast but we lost the the recordings of it and so we replied back in that podcast saying you peace you can't just check in after all this time what do you think the fans will think just kidding you're our number two fan uh so that's why we sent him and then he responds back die that seems i mean this seems like an attack right i mean definitely at least i don't know if it's a direct threat but it's an attack and that's part of the reason why we've been gone for so long we've been investigating into this kind of threat that we've received um it's also part of the reason why uh we've sort of started uh development on our cybersecurity. We have started development on a new cybersecurity program. Um, I mean, it took a lot to get off the ground, but I think it's it's going well. We're trying to 
train new cybersecurity personnel, right? Uh, <laughs> I was looking under your door, and, like your dog's tail was like wagging under your door, and then it slipped away, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, we're going to have to address these threats. But for now, we've got a different email from him, and I haven't, I haven't read it yet. But it looks like a bit of a. It's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, it looks like an undertaking here. I don't know if you want to read it out loud. You can read this one. Okay. Maybe we go half and half here. I'll just read to uh I'll read to the middle. You can't just okay. release and this is this is our Mr. Bear who's talking. All right. Um he says you can't just release the New Year's podcast episode months after New Year talking about Spider-Man. Like, that shit just came out. You fools better have something in the works with all my money I've been sending you. Like, seriously, you haven't even been pushing the agenda of all my colleagues in the Illuminati. What? Okay. The f- he, he's never told us that. All right. And, like, oh, and he needs some uh, some punctuation here. Uh, have And all my colleagues in the Illuminati have been asking me why the revolutionary podcast of mine is silent while the Joe Rogan podcast is making big moves. Okay. He's not wrong. I should have invested in him. <laughs> He's completely wrong. He's completely wrong. We are not. We are not in any way, shape, or form. Uh, funded by Marquez Bear. I mean, we are not aligned. If anything, we're sort of funding him with content. We are. We're funding him with content, and he says the millions I've been sending you. But actually, we haven't even seen a nickel of that, have we? No. All of our money, all of our money has been from like anonymous beneficiaries who have been on their deathbeds. Certainly not Marcus Bear. <laughs> so, so honestly, we're gonna have to sort of we're gonna have to audit Marcus Bear and see just... actually where all of his money is going to. True, true. He says I should have invested in him instead of you animals taking my money and doing absolutely nothing with it at this point to make me richer. Don't forget, this show exists only to make me more rich and powerful. I'll let you oh continue on from there. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Don't forget, this show exists only to make me more rich and more powerful. I don't like that he thinks, even if even if we know that he's wrong, which he is, He's still got it in his head, which is like, you can't just change how people think. No, I feel bad for him because he's, he's clearly delusional. (laughs) You know, he's clearly (laughs) under a lot of duress right now. He's clearly uh, not in a good state of mind. So I'm wondering where he's going to go with the rest of this. Things were so bad. I had to ask my good friend Joe Biden to raise the rate of inflation to squeeze every cent I can out of you stupid Americans. Oh my gosh. Can you believe that I am the only or that I am only fifteen billion dollars richer since I first invested in your podcast? That seems like a good investment if you are. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> this is completely unacceptable. I'm getting made fun of by Jeff Bezos and fucking Elon Musk, of all people. You know, Elon Musk just bought Twitter for $44 billion, so 
You must True. be fucking loaded. I swear, if you don't make me richer than that no good nerd ass Twitter finger enemy weave electric car making goth girl lovely little dick white <laughs> loving e boy, I'm coming to your house and suing you, your family, and all your loved ones into so much debt, all of your great great grandchildren. They'll be working in the Bitcoin mines until they die to pay me. Holy shit, how long is this sentence? Wow, what the heck? Seriously, that guy names his kids after Alphabet Soup. His old, uh, actually <laughs> looking ass. So the last part of this email was just an Elon Musk roast, basically. Honestly, he was probably just salty that he wasn't able to acquire Twitter. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mr. Bear. If... You know, I recognize that you're frustrated. First of all, your concerns are misguided because we haven't received any of your money. We, we've received no money from you. Um, and honestly, all of our efforts, you could say we're philanthropists, right? We're building an orphanage for people. We're helping the sick and injured um, to no benefit for us. Look at us. Look at Don B. Yeah, look at me. Look at this fucking yellow tinted room. <laughs> he's he's gone so long that the the walls are turning yellow around him, <laughs> right? Without money. So I'm in go. the fucking back rooms right now, my guy. <laughs> he's, he's literally streaming from the back rooms. There's gonna be like weird things chasing after him in a second. And so, you know, I'm his only connection to the outside world, basically. Um and so yeah, I, I think you're you're a bit misguided here, I would say. Um, and I would say you sound a bit frustrated at Elon. So I would I would bring those concerns up with him. No. Is white African an insult? I don't know. Is Elon Musk from, like, South Africa or something? Yeah, he's from his family's from South Africa. I don't know if he mm. was ever there. Well... That's it for this email. Uh, yeah. Marcus Bear, I suggest you seek help. And, uh, you know, we're... we're you're, on, you're honestly on our watch list right now. And we're sort of... We've been narrowing in on you in terms of your who you actually are. Because we don't even know what you look like. But we, we're slowly but surely collecting uh, data and connecting the dots. And sooner or later, we will get the information that we desire you know and here's the thing they say keep your friends close and your enemies closer i think he's taken this to heart and i think he's actually someone very close to us i think he's someone <laughs> someone potentially that we were just talking to potentially i think so so we're, we're gonna have to keep an eye on you mr mr marquez bear um but yeah and, you know, that can segue us into the next topic, if, if that's all you have. Um, that's all I have, but I let me take care of my dog real quick. Okay. Yeah, I see his tail down there. Or maybe his paw, I don't know. But yeah, fans of the podcast, um, to, to kind of battle this threat against us, we're, we're training a couple of, of cybersecurity 
of cybersecurity goons how to code to be employees of the Fox and Clown podcast, actually. So that's what we'll be talking about next. Um, two people who have been guests on the podcasts, actually. So you guys will already know them, and you will also potentially be listening to the podcast, you two uh, fledgling, fledgling people. What are you doing? What is he doing right now? That was bizarre what you were just doing. <laughs> I don't like scratching my nuts. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were like scratching your ass and then scratching your nuts on camera. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the cybersecurity team. Um, which in okay. reality is just um, FNC employing someone we've had on the podcast that we've already doxed. So we can dox him again. <laughs> or maybe we shouldn't, I don't know. Um, but our buddy Mizuki. Won't say any more than that. You can find more if you need to. Our buddy Mizuki and our buddy Alex that we talk about often on the podcast. So we're teaching them how to code, right? Yeah, they don't really have a... They, we don't, they don't have a background in uh, coding or technology. <laughs> I mean, technology they do, right? No. They, but they use technology, like, in everyday life. No. Yeah, bro. They're not cavemen, right? They, they know about technology. So our program has sort of been uh, laying out the foundation of uh, cyber combat. It's true. But you're, um, you're, you're really, you're the head of the, uh, you're the instructor, really, so. Yeah, so these days. You would know. Yeah, I'm teaching them on Monday and Wednesday nights kind of Python basics, how to code. They're, they're actually really interested in it, which I'm happy about. They seem really motivated to code, um, which is cool because, you know, Alex is studious, but Mizuki I've never seen as the extremely studious type. I don't know if that's misfounded or not, but um, it's cool to see him really applying himself and coding some, some nice stuff. But they're really starting from scratch. They're starting from from ground, I don't know if you call it ground zero. No, you call it square zero. They're starting. Have from they coded zero. any? Uh, have y'all got to like coding any like cyber weapons yet? Mm, well, we coded a Wordle clone. I don't know if you would count that as a cyber <laughs> weapon. Could that is a cyber be. weapon. That is a cyber weapon. It distracts the weak-minded. Yeah, we're gonna send that to Marquez. See if we can distract him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So that's not. We also coded uh, as their assignment for this week. They have to code Hangman, so I'm kind of having them do that. And even though they're, it's like mainly coding these little games. It's kind of nice because they're learning the fundamentals through these games. They're learning about um, different loop types, like while loops, for loops. They're learning about if statements. They're learning about kind of logical stuff um, in code, and it's really interesting. And it, you take it for granted, you know, learning me learning how to code in my undergraduate studies it's like you learn in a class it's very structured so you learn the fundamentals in a very structured way but then they're learning from these online videos as well as me right so um i feel like the fundamentals are something you're supposed to learn over the course of several weeks of like actual studying and shit 
Whereas they're just learning it from me and learning it from videos, so it's very strange. I feel like they maybe don't have the firmest grasp on it, but it hasn't been that long. We've only been doing it like three weeks or so, right? Yeah. Um, so pretty cool, though. Pretty cool that you know you can just <clears throat> choose to learn how to code. And where, where I was going with it was you take some things for granted. You think some concepts are like really easy because you've used them a billion times. Then when you try to explain it to someone and... It, for the record, I thought I explained it okay, but they, you know, they just couldn't get it because it wasn't a, it wasn't like a concept you use in everyday life, you know. Mm. So that's kind of the interesting aspect about teaching something to someone. You have to kind of separate yourself from that topic, which was a bit challenging even for me. So I'm learning a lot as well. I'm learning how to like teach things to people, which is pretty useful for. Um, pretty useful for everyday life right uh i'm interested in coding too but i really only i don't know if it's necessary do you have you ever made a web page before i want i'm interested in making web pages and i know you can like code stuff on your web page mm-hmm. so i don't really know anything about that stuff so you're interested in html then you're interested mm. in coding um yeah html for websites and that is something I have very minimal experience in. I have to manage our lab's website as kind of mm. part of my you know, lab responsibilities. So I do a little bit of HTML here and there, but we actually use like a backbone and I only code a little bit of HTML. So I wouldn't be qualified to teach you about it, but I'm you sure say you- backbone, is it just like a, like a, like a skeletal structure and then you just sort of add on to it yeah it's already got a structure in there and basically all i have to do is type in paragraphs learn how to format images in html so they kind of resize dynamically with the size of the window um, learn how to hyperlink stuff and kind of just make things just do really basic stuff like i actually don't know a lot of how like ui stuff works like creating buttons that like change color if you hover over them blah 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 but um Mm. i bet there's i mean there has to be videos on youtube like four hour html like intro or something that's how hours that's how mizuki and alex started mizuki just linked me to this video that was like four hour python intro and he's like this is what we want to do and i'm just like okay I'm pretty sure Alex watched all of it and like studied all the concepts and Mizuki linked it to me and hasn't watched and he's watched like 30 minutes of it. I'm pretty sure. Uh, (laughs) But Mizuki has been working hard outside of that video, so I can't really knock him for it, you know? Hmm. Yeah. You you don't, you you never, you never expect Mizuki to put in the work, but I feel like in, particular subjects if it's something that he's genuinely interested in uh, he will make some kind of effort into learning it mm-hmm. yeah and going through his kind of knowledge right now I do think you know I think he's based a lot of his code that he's written off of like backbone of other people's code I think he still needs to have that process where he he codes something himself without looking at anything because that's going to really like 
solidify all the concepts in your head. When you can come up with something out of nothing, instead of you know using someone's code they already wrote and kind of modifying it, that's gonna be like a huge step, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, of course that comes with time and that comes with practice. But I think as far as the concepts go, he's he's going pretty good. It's a lot of syntax that they're they're missing, like knowing when to use like two equal signs versus one equal sign knowing you know what to return out of a function blah 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 knowing data structures or data types i think those are pretty important stuff that they have yet to fully grasp but hey man that's how you start learning so it's pretty cool and hopefully they stick with it honestly i'm pretty excited for them because even though it does take up a bit of my time it's like something I actually enjoy and it seems like something they actually enjoy too. So it's like not wasted time. It's pretty fun. Mm. So yeah. Pretty cool. <clears throat> so I guess we should address the podcast upload schedule. Oh yeah, podcast upload schedule. So by the way, do we want to talk about um, when we recorded the last podcast? I don't even remember. I just know that we did and we lost it. Yeah, we recorded it. it Unless you're talking about the New Year's one. Oh, yeah, the New Year's one, we could also say. So we recorded the New Year's podcast. No surprise. Shortly before New Year's, right? Yeah, around that time. And we didn't upload it until a few weeks ago because it, it was... I don't want to say being held hostage, but there were forces <laughs> preventing us from putting it out there, right? Um, yeah, and I'll just forces leave it that, there. you know... Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, and this podcast was actually recorded after the Toho Hot Ones over on the Fox and the Clown YouTube channel. So if you haven't seen that, go check that out. Yeah, check it out. Um, it's a Honestly, it's a fire video. It's pretty cool. And you get to hear me yeah. and Don V's answers to a couple of fiery questions from Mizuki. Um, so we have that. But yeah, we recorded one also in between, which I don't even remember when that happened. But it yeah, was... Yeah, that one... I don't even... I don't even remember what we talked about. I think we addressed the emails. We talked about a few kind of basic stuff, and then we someone's audio got corrupted. I don't remember if it was yours or mine, but that was it. Wasn't the first time someone's audio got corrupted. I think it happened on one other occasion. Uh, a long yeah, time it happened ago. on like the very first episode. No, very first episode was still good. I think right. Oh, no, no, you're right, because we recorded a second very first episode. So the very first episode (laughs) of the podcast is actually lost to the the archives. You're not going to find that shit in the archives. Yeah, honestly, it's probably not even worth watching, though. It's like Obi-Wan Kenobi looking for that star system that was deleted (laughs) that they were making the the clones on. But, um, yeah, lost to the archives. You get what you get. Um, but yeah, now we're recording another one and I want to record them, you know, somewhat consistently over the summer or I would like to, um, 
<clears throat> I you would say, you know, at least, at the very least, monthly. The very least monthly, I think that's a good idea. I think bi-weekly is a good idea. And I think... I think whenever we have time and whenever we have stuff to talk about is yeah. uh, when we should do it. Yeah, true. And I have to get back into, like, the mode. I don't know if that applies to you as well, but I have to get back into the mode of recording podcasts, right? Yeah, I get you. I get that. Because, you know, a while back when I was in California talking with Kieran, and we're listening to some of the old Fox and the Clown episodes, and it was a completely different thing. You know, we were, like... It was it was very strange, but I could tell I was in a podcasting mode when I was listening to those. Whereas now I feel a little bit out of practice, a little bit unfamiliar. And I feel like you have to, you know, recording the podcast is like a muscle that you have to train, you know? I call it, I call it a, or at least when I come on to the podcast, I enter what I call bullshit face. Mm. and what is that it's just like it's kind of like a superpower where like uh you know as long as i'm in front of a mic i will just say stuff you know i try to make it sound interesting even if it's not true Hmm. yeah i i know what you're talking about and i feel like i had something very similar like you enter that character right Yeah, yeah yeah And that's something when you're out of practice, you don't you don't have that character with you. You don't have that character on like you can snap into. So that's something I don't know. It's something I I feel would be pretty good. And also when you record the podcast on a regular basis, you feel more sharp, you know, like in my everyday life, I felt sharp. I felt like my mind was working faster, if that makes sense. Mm. I don't know if that applied to you as well. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, um, that's something we'd like to do. I think what we should shoot for is bi-weekly, every two weeks. And then we can record more, though, because at some point, we are going to want a backlog of podcasts, I think. Um, (laughs) You want want a backlog of podcasts? Because I won't be able to record for, like... A month, I guess, when I go to France in in the late summer. So, I mean, a backlog is just two if we're doing bi-weekly, but I guess we can do that at some point. We don't want them to be too Why wouldn't you want to record while you're in France? Because the audio quality would be ass, bro. So I could. I could still do it. I think it would sound cool if you were just like, I don't know, recording on your phone or something live on oh like i'm just calling in no that could be pretty that could yeah. be pretty neat but you would have <laughs> we to could get a substitute for you yeah you would have to record my audio though yeah so and no that could be definitely possible um let's shoot for that then and so yeah pretty pretty nice is there anything else you wanted to talk about because uh, i have some that... you have stuff I have like one thing I want to talk about and it's actually pretty recent. It's just about my day today, which was pretty mixed. I would say. Um, okay. Do you go on about that? And I'll, uh, I'll see if I can 
conjure up something. Okay, so the day started with I'm supposed to like plan this kind of day that you know me and my friends were supposed to go on to like a hot spring or something. What the fuck? So, are you in, a, in an anime? No, I, I was basically writing that episode. I was writing the episode of the anime, um, and it's a pretty cool spot. It's uh, it's called like. Uh, what is it, homestead crater it's like a huge deep crater of hot springness and uh it's in like a cave so it's pretty neat and i wanted to go here and we were supposed to plan everything out we we're supposed to do it all and i also needed to repair my bike so i was thinking okay first i'm gonna repair my bike i'm gonna send it to the bike shop drop it off for them to do everything and then i'm going to go to this person's house so we can plan everything out well, hmm. what I did was I dropped my bike off. You know, everything's going fine. They're just like, hey, what, what do you need fixed? I'm like, I need the wheel trued. I need the derailleur fixed. I need a little brake adjustment, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I, these are all, this is all stuff I could also do myself, except for the wheel truing I'm a bit sketch on. Um, and so, you know, we did that, and I get a text while I'm at the bike shop finishing up. It's like 10.05 at this point. I get a text from my advisor, my boss, as well as my coworker, and they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna be five minutes late for the meeting," and I'm like, "The meeting? Oh shit!" And I, <laughs> I remember we're supposed to meet. It's a bi-weekly meeting, which bi-weekly meetings are the worst because you forget that they exist until they exist because you're like, "Oh, is it the week of the bi-weekly meeting?" I don't know, you know. <laughs> and here's the thing: normally I would get notifications, but I just got a new phone. And so uh, my Outlook inbox was not synced yet. My Gmail was, but my Outlook was not. So I didn't get a calendar notification before either, um, which would have saved me normally. But I literally got the phone yesterday. So I was like, fuck, I'm already five minutes late for the meeting. Uh, thankfully, my advisor was also late. And I was like, I, I don't know if I can make it. I can't make it. But then my advisor was like, but wait, this is the week that our collaborator from UCSF is giving this big presentation on all their new data. And they need you to be here because I'm like the second lead on the project. I'm like, fuck, okay, I, I got to be there. I got to be there. So I'm desperately trying to log in. This is today. This is today. <laughs> this is today that this happened. I'm desperately trying to log in. I can't log in because to log in, I need two-factor authentication with my phone. <laughs> That's the FNC two-factor authentication. It's the FNC two-factor authentication, but I can't do that because the two-factor authentication is on my old phone. And in order to transfer it, which I tried to do, I need to click yes on the old phone uh. and then to transfer it over. So I'm like, I don't, I can't do this shit. So eventually they send me a Zoom link manually through like text. I join in from my phone. I'm doing this meeting. And this is while I'm at my friend's place because I've already driven over to my friends while like kind of in the, not in the meeting, but I joined up in the meeting at their place. You yeah. know, I'm calling them. At this point, it's like I've spent 30 minutes in this meeting. I know it's not going to end for at least another 30 minutes. So I just, I mute myself. I tell them like, hey, sorry, I'm a fucking asshole. I forgot about this damn meeting, you know. So first of all, I've let my collaborators down by showing up literally like 20 minutes late to this meeting or 15 minutes late to this meeting. Um, and then now I'm letting them down. I'm like, I can't plan this fucking <laughs> trip with you because I've got this meeting. I just go to my car. I do the rest of the meeting in the car. And after that, you know, few things, I feel like, th and this is the main point of the story. Few things in life disappoint you more 
than disappointing <laughs> other people, you know? Like, when you know, you know, when you know you've let someone down that you actually care about, and this happened to, you know, my advisor, my lab mate, three people from the other lab, and then my friend, it's like, in that <laughs> short span of one hour, I let six people fucking down, you know? And this I was just the sitting there like... them trying to fucking dunk when Zapdos comes up and then your whole <laughs> team gets wiped. Basically... And you lose the game. Yeah, basically, I threw. I, I threw the game <laughs> for that one hour, and I was like, fuck, I just feel like shit, you know? I just felt like shit, and I was debating, like, do I go to work today? Or do I just lie down in my bed <laughs> and I recuperate? And so literally I was debating that. I was like, fuck, dude, what do I do? What do I do? So I went home. I lied in bed. I skipped lunch. I lied in bed until like one, which actually was only like two hours, maybe one thirty. So two hours and 30 minutes. And I was like, fuck, okay, I'm not going to do this. Because it, lying in bed, even though I want to lie in bed and do nothing right now, I need to go to the damn office and do work. Because then I'm just going to let more people down. And it's going to be an endless loop of letting people down because I feel like shit, you know, over and over and over. It's like, okay, fuck it. I got to go to the office. You know, you got to you gotta do it. You got to do it. Hmm. So I went there after eating lunch. I went there to the office, work as usual, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, okay, you take an L. You got to take an L. And you know what? Honestly, in my desperation after that moment, I was like, you know what just go to the hot springs just you can plan it just go to the hot springs without me i'll be fine because i have to prepare some data for for my advisor and for my lab mate for conferences that they're presenting in this month so i'm like fuck dude I, i'm not gonna have time to go to the damn hot springs i wish i could i should have you know and in another life where i didn't fuck myself over in this vicious loop i could have i could have probably squeezed it in but now I just said, fuck it, you know, let me, let me not do that. Let me do my own thing. Um, and so I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I wanted to think, what would you have done after the, the, the reckoning of just, you know, there was nothing to do. That's a, that's a situation where, uh, you have to just accept that you've thrown the game. And you have to just forget it even exists. Forget that even ha forget that even happened. And just queue up for another game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't end on a loss. You have to queue up for another game <laughs> and go again, bro. I mean, that's essentially. I know what you're talking about that because uh, I've done this. This is something that happens uh, to people all the time. And something that's like currently at my job at Fish Hut, I'm like the head prep guy, and I have two prep people who uh, who basically I control. They're like little puppets, and I'm sort of like, hey uh, man, hey don't. I'm like the Naruto guy. <laughs> Fucking what's his name? Um, you talk. I don't know which one you're talking about because there are a lot of people controlling a lot of people. I, either of the puppet guys. Oh, who's, you're talking about the actual puppet guys, not like who's Gara's, who's Gara's guy. Oh, um, starts with a K, doesn't it? 
I don't know. Anyways, I'm sort of using like shadow possession jutsu on them. I'm getting them to like prep all this shit for me. And basically, it's my job to make sure that they do their job for me. So you're the manager. You're the manager of like. Yeah, I'm like the prep manager. And so basically, like if they forget to do something or if they do something very shittily, you know, I'm supposed to sort of like make sure that they're doing the job correctly. And recently, uh, one of the dudes who I order around has not been doing a good job. And then people have been coming to me because they're pissed. And then, like, I'm... They're relying on me, and I'm relying on the people that I'm teaching. So it's like, shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not the same, but similar. But you feel a bit helpless because you're letting people down. But yeah, you don't have. I can't. Com- you can't rewrite the past. Yeah, and you don't have complete control over them. Right? Yeah. Even though you like to, it sounds <laughs> like you like to think you do. You you know you don't have full control over other people. Um, but yeah, no, that, I totally understand that. Um, but it's it's kind of nice because, like, for example, a few months ago when I was you know, really in, like, more of a depressive episode, that shit that happened this morning would have, like, plow- it would have destroyed me, you know? It would have fucking <laughs> put me out for, like, a few days, probably. But now a few it's... days? It probably, to be honest. I've had days where, like, when it was the worst, and this was, like, probably a year and a half ago, when it was really bad, um, I would literally just the smallest things like even just having a bad dream i would i would get fucked up and i would enter like a depressive episode that would last like days you know and so just i've this... had dreams that have fucked with me before yeah but um <laughs> the, thing, the thing is like dreams that fuck with you are like at the same time they're kind of funny if you take a step back yeah that's the thing and and that's the thing is such a little thing and it can still you know really wreck you and so the main reason also or another reason why um it was kind of nice to see that progress of like yeah it really fucked me up for a few hours but then i was able to bounce back and one of the big contributing factors to that was me thinking i texted don v yesterday saying we're going to record the podcast for sure (laughs) at six o'clock and if i don't get on my shit i'm gonna let another person down you know, so I was like, okay, I got to oh, record shit. the damn podcast. I got to fucking do this shit. And so I just wanted to throw that story out there for the viewers because... To inspire them? It, and Not even to inspire them, but just to know if they go through something similar, if you had just have a fucked sequences, a, an unfortunate series of events, as, um, who's that guy? As that writer would say, um, I would say... <clears throat> Hopefully you can take this and know that it's not uncommon. It doesn't make it any better, but you gotta you gotta try and bounce back. You gotta do everything you can to get back out there and queue up for another match. You know, try not to throw, and all you can do is try. You might throw again. I would like to voice. I would like to point out another perspective. Okay. Uh, if you are one of the people who are being let down it's important to be uh 
understanding of someone else's, you know, don't jump on them and be like, what the fuck? Because uh, you have to, I always give people uh, the benefit of the doubt. And something that just happened recently was there was a Twitch game show. I don't know if you know about this. Mm-mm. About uh, well, maybe I don't know. It was like some kind of like math, like are you smarter than a fifth grader type of Twitch game show where EE was on, mm. and there was a fifty-five thousand dollar prize, like first place prize, <clears throat> and EE apparently cheated to win the fifty-five k. Oh my god! But he he later apologized on Twitter. Uh, explaining that one of his friends texted him the answer, and he gave the he gave the uh, prize money to the person who would have won it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, but people were still trying to cancel him, even though he apologized and he uh, gave the prize money away. And I'm and I'm sitting here like, bro, this guy was like tempted with fifty five thousand dollars. You can't just. Uh, like 100% blame someone for that. That's like a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, what he did was wrong. And he, you know, sure, he had to be called out for it, probably. But he did the right things. He returned the money to the rightful owner, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yes. And then he apologized for it and was transparent about it. So that's at least pretty good. I mean, you know who the real the real culprit is here. This friend who texted him the answer. What? His oh, yeah, friend, the, the guy who texted in the answer. Oh, you can't tempt a man by texting <laughs> him the damn answer in the middle of the game show, bro. You can't do that. Real friends don't enable cheating for their friends. You don't put that out there. That's like putting a damn golden ingot out there in front of your friend and saying, hey, look, I've got this thing for you right here. You know? Yeah. And here's the but thing yeah, that's about... all I have to say on that. Okay, yeah. So, and did that inspire you to come up with any other topics for the podcast? Uh, well, I feel like we should mention that there is Fox and the Clown merch in the works currently. True, there is Fox uh, and the Clown merch. It's being worked on hard, and... Soon, I don't know if we want to talk about it right now. Let's not talk about it right now. Just know there's new merch on the way. And we're hoping it's going to be pretty awesome stuff. I don't know if we can sell it, though, because they're kind of custom, right? Custom? Yeah, I think, at least on the website I was looking at, when we make one, we're... I guess we could just take requests and then send it to the right address. Um... Oh, but they're like one of, they're like one-off kind of things, you know. Well, if there is like a way that we can potentially sell it, we will let you guys know, and uh, we'll hook you up. Yeah, because we could also do like a request sheet, <coughs> like, um, like kind of like an Etsy thing. Yeah, like an Etsy thing. Or we could, like, have people 
buy it, but then we just send them the file for it and they have to request it themselves from the original vendor. That way mm. we're not like, I don't know, should we make money? I guess you should make money because you're, Do spoiler, Don V is the one drawing it. So Don V should actually make some money for like the cutback of working on this art. Um, but well, it's 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 podcast themed, so it is podcast themed, um, and it has to do with it's a computer accessory, by the way. It's something that everyone needs and everyone can use. And we had the idea because I recently built a PC and I was looking for one of these accessories. And so Donfi, I pitched him like, "Hey, can you make one of these for me?" He's like. Yeah, I probably can. So we've been working on that in the background. Other than that, my last thing that I uh, would like to sort of throw out there to you, pitch to you. First, let me show you something that I, that I need your opinion on. Okay. Hopefully it's not sus, because I feel like that's kind of the theme for your... Well, Mizuki uh, said that it was actually sus, but I don't know. I, d I like Impulse bought this thing. Are you an Impulse buyer, by the way? No, not really. Okay. Only on specific things. Like, if I'm already thinking about something, and then, like, s something gets recommended to me online, mm -hmm. I'll be like, you know what? I'll try this out. Okay, so you are an Impulse buyer. I don't know, maybe. Semi-impulse. Uh, You're that quasi-impulse buyer. But I showed this to Mizuki earlier, and he just laughed at me and called me stupid. Okay. Uh, but basically, I got this weird... This weird, like, workout bar. Okay, it's like bands with a bar attached? Yeah. So I wanted to get your thoughts on it, because Mizuki was like... Bro, you're stupid. So let's see. Let's. What is the product called? That way I can look it up. It's called Easy Toned. Easy Tone Review. Um, wait, let's... Oh, Easy Toned with a D. I mean, here's the thing. And, and do you have a few more exercises you can show me and the viewers while you're at it? I know you did some biceps. Exercises. I don't... Uh, that's all I've been doing because I haven't explored the rest of this, like, kit that I got sent. Okay. I will say that, you know, like, each of these little bands that are attached to this sort of bar thing, the black one is, I guess, supposed to mimic, like, 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. And the orange is supposed to be 40. So, but and how I many... do have another assortment of stuff. I got more bands. Okay. And I have a bunch of straps that I haven't really experimented with. Okay, interesting. And let me show you something that I have lying around here. Hang on, hang on. Is that a fucking condom? No, bro. It's just a basic elastic band that I've tied together myself. So I actually use yeah. bands as well. Um, not so much for hypertrophy or strength training because I do most of that in the gym. I, I use this a lot at home for more like... What is it um, called when you're like doing stuff like that? Like therapy stuff for me and like rehabilitation. I use these yeah, bands. but isn't it like a specific like kind of workout thing? Um, Isometrics? 
No, I mean these 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 are uh, I don't know, just therapy exercises. Like isometric is more like the type of uh, it's the type of motion you're going through, I believe. Um, but uh, no, these are this is just for like basic therapy stuff. Like if I'm working on shoulder mobility, I'll do some of these. If I'm working on my legs, I'll like do just one side kind of adduction exercises on my legs. Like the nice thing about bands is that you can use them everywhere. And in fact, bodybuilders use a lot of these kind of uh, these bands because, or when they're pumping up backstage, because they can't bring in weights before the show. So they'll roll oh. up on, on bands. And so those bicep curls are a good example. One thing you can do with your um, bar is probably overhead presses with a band. Um, yeah, I've and, been doing some of those. And the great thing about overhead presses with a band is that they uh, they change kind of the strength curve of the exercise, right? Because a band, you have a lot of tension at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're locked out on, on an overhead press with a bar... Sure, you've got tension here, but actually when you straighten out your arms, you're kind of in a stable position, right? Yeah. If you're locked out. And so, but when you're locked out with the bands, they're like really straining on you. That's like the hardest part of the exercise. Uh, it's probably still the hardest part in an overhead press, so it's not a good example. But there's there are some exercises like that. Um, but it's not a dumb purchase. I mean, realistically, you could probably get a similar effect with just bands, but you have the handles on there, which is pretty nice if, you're, if I'm looking at the right thing. Well, I have a... It also comes with, like... I don't know. These little handlebar things mm-hmm. that I can, like... I don't know. You I can, like I, it. I got this thing because I, when I saw it, I immediately thought, you know, I could just be sitting in my chair watching a YouTube video. Like fucking doing dumb shit i don't know <laughs> <laughs> fucking doing dumb shit i mean the the nice thing is like yeah you could be watching a youtube video on your screen just like put the chair somewhere else and just do stuff on your own you know yeah um that's, that's why i got this bike as well and so that's i mean it's not it's not dumb i think mizuki probably said it was dumb because you could probably achieve a similar effect with just regular resistance bands, you know, like yeah, like the kind. He immediately he immediately linked me a Scooby video. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby, Zuki's a damn Scooby, uh, a damn Scooby fiend. But uh, yeah, I mean, no, you you can probably do a lot. You can probably do at least some more things with this. That and it comes with like a book of exercises, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's a good learning resource, right? So I don't know. I don't think it's a, it's it's only a waste if you don't use it. Is what I would say. It was also thirty percent off, so I was like, you know what? Might as well get this. Yeah. That that would be my advice. It's only a use. If, it's only a waste if you don't use it. So. So now am I going to see you on the damn podcast doing fucking shoulder oh, yeah. fuck shoulder rotator cuff like exercises to to increase stability? I mean, you were a pitcher back in the day, so rotator cuff is extremely important, right? You have a strong rotator cuff for that. <clears throat> Every muscle is important. 
What about the dick muscle? Are you going to be training your dick with those resistance bands? No, no, no. The dick muscle might be the least important thing. That's why I never use it. Oh, you never use it? <laughs> I, I must have been misunderstanding. I thought that was your most, most used muscle. No, that's all in my fucking bicep. <laughs> that's true. Maybe you're doing fucking supersets of dick to bicep <laughs> fucking <laughs> exercises. Anyway... Um, I think that's a good place to end it. Not a waste. I would say not a waste. Let me know how that goes. Those bands. Okay. Like, um, with these, I got this band because... I don't know if the podcast listeners know. Let me see where we're at on times, if I should divulge this. Okay, just an hour. I have, I have a few minutes. But I got this band primarily because I was feeling a lot of knee pain, and I needed to really... I, I felt knee pain, I think, because... I had done a lot of hard shit right after I was sedentary for like a whole year. Um, and so I started getting really bad knee pain to the point where I couldn't walk well. I, I definitely couldn't <laughs> run. Um, and so I not walk well, but it hurt to walk basically. And so yeah. I needed to train my, uh, my muscles like on the sides of my legs. Cause I had something called iliotibial band syndrome. Um, and so I was doing rehab exercises with those shits and I still do shoulder exercises cause I've had shoulder issues in the past in undergrad. So kind of doing mobility drills and rotator cuff stuff. Um, but bands, man, they're pretty nice. They're pretty good. And mine is kind of bad. Mine is not as good as yours cause mine has, I've just tied it off and it really has only one setting. I would say, unless I like really tighten it out, um, so, yeah, yours has different strengths of band, whereas I only have one strength, and I can only modulate that by shortening or lengthening the... Yeah, I really like this thing, too, because, like, the way it's designed is that you can, like, attach more bands to this bar. So you're, like, you can actually increase the, uh... What's the word? Tensile? You can, you can increase the... I don't know what you want. Effective load. Yeah. Increase the the tension. Yeah, the tension. <clears throat> but that is uh that's been my impulse purchase of the week. Of the week. So do we need another <laughs> section to revive or to replace cringe syringe that we were doing? <laughs> impulse No, we just week? haven't we haven't gotten any new cringe syringe stuff other than maybe Elon Musk buying Twitter for forty four billion dollars. Yeah. Anyway, um, good deal. Sounds uh, sounds nice. All right. Well, that has been... Uh, I forget what episode we're on. That has been the Fox and the Clown podcast. Tune in next time for another, another episode. episode.